Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Welcome to Brain Stuff from How Stuff Works. Hey, Brain Stuff, it's Christian Sager here. Deja vu is French for the term already seen. And the term was coined by a scientist named Emile Birorock in 1876. And what it refers to is the feeling that you've experienced something before. There's actually a lot of different terms that can be used to specify this type of experience, from déjà goat, which means already tasted, to déjà chanté, which means already sung. Now, these episodes of Déjà Vu, they usually last 10 to 30 seconds long, and about two-thirds of people say they've experienced it. And rates seem to be higher in people who are 15 to 25 years old, have higher incomes, travel more, are more educated and more open-minded, are politically liberal, and have psychiatric disorders like anxiety, depression, dissociative disorders, and schizophrenia. Fun! Science doesn't know exactly what causes deja vu, and there are over 40 theories about it. That's a lot. Researchers don't even agree on how to categorize it, but 
Broadly, we can talk about two types today. We have associative deja vu, in which stimuli trigger an associative memory, and biological deja vu, in which people with brain dysfunction experience strong deja vu. So an example of this, lots of people with temporal lobe epilepsy report having deja vu right before seizures. In some of them, deja vu can even be triggered with electrical stimulation to the brain. Some people with conditions like anxiety and dementia have reported chronic deja vu, in which the feeling is so common and persistent that it disrupts their daily life. And there is a case study of a healthy guy who started taking dopamine-increasing drugs to fight the flu, immediately getting a bunch of deja vu. And it stopped when he stopped the drugs. Weird. Researchers think structures in the medial temporal lobe, which is located behind the top part of your ears toward the middle of your brain, are involved because it's involved in our sensory perception and the establishment of our memories. The hippocampus and the rhinal cortex help us consciously form and recall memories. They might save on brain processing power in time by sorting out familiar things from novel things. So they denote, I don't know, energy to the novel things. The parahippocampal gyrus, though, that helps us determine what's familiar and what's not, and it doesn't retrieve memories to do so, while the amygdala helps process emotional reactions. So here's some popular theories for what is going on with deja vu. Our first is called divided attention theory. You actually have seen the oddly familiar thing before. You just weren't paying enough attention the first time around to record a full memory of it. This was proposed by a guy named Dr. Alan Brown, who tested subliminal familiarity with briefly seen images. Our next theory is called hologram theory. Cool, right? Okay, so this is a thing you maybe don't know about holograms. It's that you can cut them up, and each piece will display the full image, just at a lower resolution. Dutch psychiatrist Herman Snow proposed that maybe deja vu happens when some fragment of a memory, maybe a familiar smell or an object, triggers the feeling of remembering a full scene. Then we have dual processing theory. The temporal lobe sort of works on incoming information, but twice, once upon receipt and again after a quick shunt through the right hemisphere. Maybe sometimes the temporal lobe mislabels data from that second stream, accidentally identifying it as something old rather than something new, giving you a feeling of familiarity. Now, this one was proposed by Robert Efron in 1963. And we have one last theory. It's called leaky processing theory. It sounds dangerous, maybe dirty. Our brains store current input in short-term memory and then transfer the important stuff or, you know, like bagel bites jingles some kind of song to your long-term memory maybe sometimes a bit of information leaks or jumps or or misroutes directly from short to long-term storage and that is what creates a feeling of familiarity check out the brainstuff channel on youtube and for more on this and thousands of other topics visit howstuffworks.com
Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast, Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company, Centratech. I'll explore how 320-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.